0: Welcome back again To the show made up of friends Every day from 5 to 10 Come inside, what a ride Some members of the cast Used to smoke a little grass But that was way back in the past Move along with the song Laugh your ass on.
1: roll uh it is the 28th of july greetings everybody
0: where's the summer going huh mm. just zipping on by day after day looking out that window
1: remember in the world we used to visit what's the summer like on your west coast it's extremely hot on the east coast
0: well, Seattle's having their once-a-year once sale for, for air conditioners. Yeah. Is that about right, Joe? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, we were, uh, we were totally spared the heat that everybody got until today, uh, 93, I believe, in my oh, house. We're, today. Se- we're similar. Yeah. We were 95 oh, today.
0: No. Yeah. By yeah, the way, absolutely. 94 was the overnight low in Phoenix yesterday. The overnight low. 94 overnight? 94 was the overnight low in Phoenix. So when I told my father in law that they posted a health warning in Seattle on Monday for the excessive heat,
1: he told you to go pound. He could care less. Yeah, Yeah. that's funny. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, it's been hot. So there's uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, A couple of things behind the scenes we've been talking about is uh, potentially working with Pedro and Luciana uh, to help produce the show and um, and getting some more guests on that's exciting also to our patrons on patreon.com thank you thank you we have two or three that are um that are not sh- i guess I- i'm not i don't know that much about patreon but uh, that tried to sign up and are not sure if they got signed up or whatever so uh, as soon as we can get i think we should get like a 12 year old to take over our patron <laughs> account
0: some grow a little uh, lemonade stand experience yeah little business savvy and we'll
1: pay whoever it is in returnable (laughs) bottles and cans how does that sound? nice nice so uh, all right anyway we're back there is a lot going on this week some of it's uh some of it's startling i mean baseball has only been on for what not even a week yet not even a week game four for the mariners
2: uh just wrapped up uh here in seattle so that was obviously yesterday if you're listening today but yeah just the first weekend
1: yeah and so already it looks like baseball's not they've already canceled two games it looks like baseball's not going to be able to keep going would you agree
0: i
2: think it's dead boy i want to disagree so badly because i gotta admit i have enjoyed watching mariner baseball more the last couple days than i've probably enjoyed it at least since ichiro was here and it's right. just because not that it's a great team well, it's because anything. it's the middle
1: of the summer and they're not out of the pennant race yet right
2: right yeah, that's <laughs> one thing and I, and I could win huge money if yeah. like some
0: miracle alive in they, september yeah. how long has it been we could say alive in september yeah
2: but just to have something <laughs> something normal something and, and and no it's not normal the guys are not giving high fives there there's there's no spitting no butt slapping you know none of that going on um, and there's uh, uh you know the the sound effects are obviously a little wanting because you've got an empty stadium and you got a random guy playing an organ now and then doing his best to make it sound lively but but in general it's just nice to have sports it's nice to have something that you don't know the outcome before you you know before you uh turn on the TV mm. it uh, just feels good to have something every day to check
1: in on and are the games just as long nine innings yeah but no, no I, yeah, I, I, I even, know, even I, as far I, as
0: <laughs> time wise yeah yeah no, the uh, duration, with, without
1: yeah. the crowd uh, and shots yeah. of the crowd and everything did the game get a yeah. little shorter or do they stand no. around as much as they used
0: to it's, a, it's about exactly the same kind oh. of pacing yeah
2: Wow. And, and they've worked to speed that up. You know, you've got your minimum yeah. batter stuff and things now, but, uh, but you, can only, you can only go so fast. And so that's the beauty of baseball is there's, you never know how long a game could go. It could be two hours. It could be four hours. Yeah. So, so uh,
1: well, people Well, po- as, as,
0: you guys, as you guys alluded to, 14 members of the Miami Marlins tested positive for COVID-19, and they're canceling games. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, you know what happened yesterday was not just that they canceled the first two baseball games – you can put your money right on the table now that they they you just canceled football season. Oh. There if if you can't have baseball players yeah. who rarely touch each other. <laughs> Seriously. I mean it's yeah. a, it's not a all they have to
1: do sport. actually is have their foot on the bag.
0: Right. Um and and you can't do that without a team right. and within 4 days getting yeah. A massive in, in, a outbreak yeah. of COVID. In fact, There's the no they're
1: spray they're and the spit and the steam is so strong with the NFL oh, that you can see it with not only without a microscope, you can see it on a 1080p TV. You don't even need 4K. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> so. Remember the
0: ice bowl? Remember the ice bowl videos? The way you see the the the, the, uh, the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys and those like fogs of, of frozen breath. That's the same breath every play on every down yeah. of every game of every team.
1: You There's know, no uh, underwear possible. is a mask for your ass, right? You know that. <laughs> yes. Because who is it? Jake Johansson. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, w- women's
0: underwear is to be sexy. My underwear is to protect my pants from my ass.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> and what it is, is we don't really realize. Uh, and there are all these graphics out there now. I know you've all seen them you know, on Facebook or somewhere else. Of uh you know showing you the spray that comes out of your mouth and hangs, yeah, yeah. The hang time and uh it's funny I've been hiking on trails uh I have been in a, a, I decided a couple months ago to get in a, a real strong physical conditioning phase because mm. the treatment was going well for my Lyme disease, and you know I had like sloughed off and eaten a lot of ice cream from March, April, and May. Anyway,
0: Vermont. You so to. I'm
1: climbing this mountain and it's a trail. It's very similar to Rattlesnake Ridge, which the three of us have gone up. Yep. It's a super steep trail. It's bigger than that. It's a, it's a longer trail, higher mountain, but there are people on the trail. And it's interesting. I, I have a mask with me, but I prefer to social distance. So when you see someone else like a hundred feet away on the trail, The polite thing, and by the way, they do it, we do it to each other. I go, no, after you. No, after you, old man. No, I know I'm old, but I could use a rest. So I'm standing over here, and I would stand 12, 15 feet off the trail. And then, you know, people will pass. A a small group, Mm -hmm. it could be one or two people, could be like a family of four with some kids. What do you I, just turn a face
0: away from them like the Blair Witch Project? No.
1: Or do you just back off? No, I don't shun them if that's what you're talking about. Like,
0: <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just respectful.
1: Like, like a, um, uh, a, a what you call it? An Amish teenager who's just come back from twerking at a dance rave. No, I don't, spring, yeah, I don't yeah, shun yeah. her. Uh, but, uh, but what I have noticed is a heightened sense of smell. So I've been walking trails, you know for decades and decades and pass people on the trail all the time. And I just pass them and I don't think about it. But now sometimes if someone passes 10, 12 feet away, I sometimes can smell their cologne or their sweat. Okay. Thankfully, I can't say underwear yet, but I, but it, you know what I mean? It's, a, it, it's because I'm attuned to potential danger. I noticed yeah. that, wow, the air does contain particles. Particulates. Yeah. Particulate, particulate yes. matter. Yeah. And that's a real, um, that's a real shocker. That's a real surprise. Because, uh, you, you know, I don't know about you, but I, you spend most of your life, I do just sort of sleepwalking through the obvious stuff. Just you know, I mean, I never yeah. washed my hands. Why would you wash your hands unless someone's in the bathroom at the same time as you, and then you got to make it look good? <laughs> really? I, you w- that I always thought you should wash before the <laughs> yeah. bathroom. I mean, your aunt have been touching all
2: kinds of nasty stuff. Before like, you yeah. get Touch them clean. Your own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would make more sense. Well, to there's me. an
1: old joke about washing your hands at the bathroom. These guys um, give someone uh, grief. It's like a military, two military guys are in the bathroom. Yeah, One's, yeah, yeah, one's yeah. a Marine, one's a Navy. You remember this one?
0: Yeah, the Marine says in the Navy, or in the Marine Corps, they teach us to wash our hands after use the bathroom. Yeah, and the, the Navy, Navy th- they teach us not to piss on our hands. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, Sorry, John. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is what's what's amazing about this coronavirus is it's reminded me that we are animals. We are more, we think of ourselves as kind of godlike as humans i mean let's face it we're top of the food chain even though we're not the biggest we don't have the biggest teeth we can't rip something apart with our bare hands and eat it we need a whole you know we need a supermarket to package it nicely for us with a logo <laughs> yeah.
3: before
1: we eat meat <laughs> yeah Uh but um but now i realize that you know i'm just uh you know what's that like um like they do it on the discovery channel what's that song um you know, I'm just a uh, mammal. Oh,
0: yeah, be able to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I forget that. I forget oh, the word. I line.
0: remember this. You and me, baby, we got nothing but uh, something. Let's do it like they do on the Discovery yeah, Channel. Yeah, and, and like, uh, you and me, baby,
1: nothing but mammals. So let's
0: do it like they do it on the we're Discovery We're mammals.
1: And, and as yeah, mammals, yeah. Um, there's a virus out there. Now, if it weren't for cable news, and I'm going to side with Donald Trump on this, if it weren't for cable news, there would be no cases.
2: If it weren't for that pesky testing, there would be no. Yes, no. But I'm saying cable news
1: because it's worse. And and also, in a in another society, we all we would know is that more people have the flu this year and are dying. We wouldn't even be like if science wasn't where it's at. We wouldn't even know that there is, you know, such a thing. Uh, and you know science is so relatively new in human experience that it's it's not surprising that large a large swath of human beings don't believe in it <laughs> well um i may i want to
0: argue this with you a little please bit. please debate me um i i think science has been around as long as communication and community have been around not that Many long people figured out yeah I, well not okay not that long in the man big has picture, been sure. here
1: for uh, a man has been essentially the same being without even evolution for over a hundred thousand years
0: but, um, what i would argue is that the the right to choose not to believe in science is a relatively new concept oh no Oh no! Oh yeah! I mean, it, you know, you, the giving credence to—I'll choose to believe what I want to believe—is mm. pretty new.
1: Oh, yeah, I some, think that's there's a basic some flat earthers. Nature,
0: so yeah.
2: That, yeah, there's flat earthers out there that would. Disagree. There's those well, of us, on some of us in yeah. this room,
1: in this virtual room, who don't believe in calories. <laughs> okay. You, as evidenced by our complete uh, lack of regard okay. for calories. Yeah, but gravity myself keeps included, up a although room. I'm climbing the mountain <laughs> a lot. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I hear you. Is there anything more science than you're killing yourself slowly? I'm living, I'm I'm barely living proof of that. But that's science, right? No, but I'm you're a, only I, I'm upset about believer. other people who don't believe in science in a way that you think is way less responsible than the way you and I don't believe in science. You see how we're arguing about yeah. Yeah, it?
0: Yeah, but we, we've never been on level playing fields until recently. Maybe that's a better way to put it. I like that. Okay.
1: We're on a level playing field. Uh, except that it came from China and it's their fault. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I mean, and by the way, that reminds me of sports, which is also instinctive DNA stuff. It's like, that's another tribe that has caused it. And the problem came from them. So it must be their fault.
0: Let's push them back 10 yards.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's what racism is all about too. I mean, um, um, you know, it's so nice to see, you know, um, humanity uh, wrestling with, you know, racial inequality in ways that we haven't really discussed openly for a while, because most of us thought we had that all taken care of. Don't you think?
0: Yeah, I, I thought I was assumed that we were good on it. Yeah, yeah. we're Good.
1: How about you, Joe? You good?
2: Well, I knew we weren't good, but I uh, I thought we were further along than we were. Uh, and obviously, um, you know, you've got quite a conversation starter now when you have Black Lives Matter written and, you know, some of the most prominent uh, roads in the world. And, and at least in our city, you have protests every single night and you have federal troops coming in so um obviously we're not good and now the awareness is there uh that it wasn't before which is good i think as as much as it doesn't feel good i think it is good
1: but i mean what can we each do we can only vote the way our conscience tells us to vote and act really good as individuals right
2: And also point out when people aren't acting good, I mean, you have to be, uh, you know, a little more proactive or as they, the term they want to use these days is anti-racist. It's not enough to just say, I'm not racist. It's like when you hear people telling uh, jokes that shouldn't be told, when you hear people, you know, and it's tough to do and it's going to be a challenge, especially for me. I'm a reasonably polite guy, but you have to call it out when you see it now. And that's really
1: Uh, you know, where we've gotten to. There's a book Uh, about that, by the way. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called How to Be an Anti-Racist. Have you heard of it?
2: I have. I haven't read it, but I have seen that one. Uh, It's funny because they, uh, in education now, obviously there's a lot of people that are kind of, I won't call it freaking out, but a lot of people are like, I need to bone up on my anti-racism before yeah. school starts again here. I mean, we, you know, I haven't really... Uh, haven't worked on that muscle lately. No, I haven't worked oh, on it, so I mean, man. I feel pretty, you know, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but it's something I've put some thought into and at right. least have, have uh, you know, have my, my thoughts uh, somewhat gathered on it, but a lot of teachers are a little intimidated, especially uh, in in Washington and I'm guessing Vermont's not much difference it's not super diverse so you have some people who have not been raised around many black people or people of any sort of any
1: ethnicity uh, yeah absolutely r- yeah. right
2: and it becomes a concern We're pretty how, white how here. to yeah. how to be anti-racist is something some people need to
1: learn in fact if you accused me between living in seattle and vermont of choosing the whitest places i could find yeah, <laughs> I would point you didn't out move the,
0: for the soul food, I Bob, would, Oh, that. I would point out all the Asian restaurants <laughs> that I
1: participated in, in in eating at, and say that uh, no, uh-huh. I'm diverse. But um, yeah, I grew up in a very um, African American town. I grew up in New Haven, Connecticut, which was fifty percent black. And when I was high school age. There were uh, racial protests going on and marches in New Haven. And I yeah. only went to one. And I have to confess, uh, I didn't see racism because there were no black kids in my school getting taunted because I was in a you know suburb. Mm-hmm. And I went just because I heard that everybody was smoking pot in the streets. It sounded like a fun time. <laughs> And I'd love to tell you a better story that may, you know, makes me sound smarter. But I was not smart at that age. So uh, anyway, it's good to see. Joe
0: Joe was Joe was raised in the South, right? Yeah. I mean, Joe, you saw racism firsthand till I was ten. Yeah. Till you were ten,
1: and
2: then yeah, I saw. Yeah, and I moved to the whitest place in the world, Bellevue, Washington. It's not that way now, but at the time, oh, yeah. in the uh, early 70s, it was uh, it was uh, very white around here.
1: So, so the book I'm talking about is called How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. Uh, our former producer, Eric Corman, interviewed him in his podcast, and I actually listened to it. And um, his point is you're either... Uh, And it's an interesting point, and it's a fragile point, by the way, because it's not easy for all people to hear. Either you're opposed to racist or you are one. Wow. And there's a lot of people that try to walk a fine line. Well, I don't have a racist bone in my body, so quit bugging me about that. And I'm like... Well, that you sound like the kind that doesn't know he has it. <laughs> hey. Well you, see, yeah, you may that's... be asymptomatic racist to yourself. Hey. So
0: he's saying it's a black-white issue. What a racist thing to say.
1: I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, this well my
0: my daughter's going to those signs that says silence is compliance.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, this, that's
0: kind of the point of this, right?
1: Well, and you and, speak up. and it goes for other things, too, that we're that we talk about these days. Besides racism, I want to I do want to give a plug to this book, though, because uh, it's a number one New York Times bestseller. So uh, how to be an anti-racist.
2: Yeah, and what was his name? I know it wasn't Bubba. It's it not was, easy. It sounded, yeah. it sounded very anti-racist. I
1: mean, um, cornbread. Like now you're going to make just, me uh, look up the, of the bio on the author well, a little bit because well, just
2: from his name, he sounds like an expert on anti-racism. I mean, he sounds like he's from ten different cultures just with a, such a unique
1: name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Ibram Kendi's book, "How to Be an Anti-Racist," couldn't come at a better time. He's gifted us with a book. Blah blah blah. A clear and compelling way to approach the basic struggle we're all in, the struggle to be fully human and see all others as fully human. Uh, I don't have the bio of the author uh, standing by, but he has an interesting uh, history. And uh, he says, A racist idea is any idea that suggests one group is inferior or superior to another group in any way. A lot of people would... Would choke on that because they would go, Well, some people are inferior. You know? Well, inferior
0: people come in all colors. (laughs) I've I've come come to
1: find. I hope that's a joke.
0: No, I'm serious.
1: See, you I mean, believe I mean, in inferior, inferior people. It, it, so what sure, makes some a person people are inferior? inferior. Let, let, let's the, explore this. Lack of, lack of their character. Can we sit down as a box of clinic if you need it? But sure. Can we explore? What makes a person inferior? Yeah, what makes a person lack, inferior?
0: A lack of moral character. Lack of uh, self-awareness and empathy toward others. I mean, that,
1: That's who, an inferior oh, person. Who decides what moral character is?
0: Um, I think the golden rule is a good standard, right? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you.
1: Wow. So we could uh, uh, really eliminate our entire judicial system and just have one law.
0: Well, (laughs) some people need to be, it's all a matter of degree, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's what laws are. That's right. And that's what punishments are. Okay. So... I mean, it's a matter of
2: what are the norms of any given, you know, society or people you decide civilization. Yeah. Yeah. You decide what, what is, you know, what is ignorant behavior and what is not. And now you guys have
1: zeroed in on it because civilization, much like our constitution and our bill of rights is a living, breathing concept that changes throughout time. I, my wife and I were talking, um, the uh, you know the coverage of the civil rights uh, leader who has just recently passed away, John Lewis, yeah. has been going on for days, and she actually rolled her eyes and says, "He's on TV again. Why so much coverage?" <laughs> and I was like. And I get what she's saying. It's like you're beating us over the head with this stuff. Well, you really don't know what being beat over the head is fully like, honey bunch. <laughs> Not what like yeah. John Lewis knew. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Nobody man. knows
2: better than John Lewis. He's got the, the scar. I mean, so anyway, yeah.
1: so but then I decided to try to say something to her. Thank goodness she doesn't listen to this podcast. Actually, she would listen. She would be okay. We, you know us. We still debate everything. Um, I looked at her and I said, you do know, honey, that until fairly recent times, you would not be allowed to own property. In fact, you would not be allowed to vote. And you would be kind of treated like you're my property. And uh you know, remember I talked to you about seeing particles in the air hang there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she looked at me like and she cocked her head and she was like, "What?" I was like, "No, seriously, like yeah. you're, it you're wasn't that long, You though. have a vagina and like it, it for most of civilized human history, even until fairly recent times in our country, they didn't yeah. think you deserved to put your name on a deed, much less vote. And that's in a lot uh, lot of cultures, marry
2: the person you want to. Why oh, don't yeah. you have a say on who you're gonna marry? Well, I'm glad I didn't have to, to pay her father a dowry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or is it go the other way around? Who pay who pays who? In in arranged marriage. Do you guys I didn't know anyone in an arranged marriage?
0: Oh man, no. Thank goodness
1: mm. but anyway, no, Not I so that
0: I know of
1: but, you know, Which maybe brings up I the do.
0: subject of white privilege
2: right? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> but then there's people I, I that have hate been deba- By the way can we yeah. pause on that Because you just said something yeah. really There's people that hate that phrase white privilege They I, think it I... means white guilt And that we should stop feeling so guilty
0: Well uh, if I read One more thing about somebody who says Don't tell me I have white privilege I've worked every my, day of my life I'm like you know what so have I A lot of people have worked every day of their life. A lot of people of color have worked every day of their life. You know, a lot of people worked every day of their life and didn't get the opportunities you or I got because I was born white. To think that white privilege isn't a real thing is the most disingenuous and willful blindness of anything I can think of on the face of the earth.
1: Except that it's a broad blanket statement. And the thing is, there are some people, there are some people who have it hard, who happen to be white. There's less of us. Like hey man, I can't some. get a
0: gig for yeah. the last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, but I'm, but I'm also know that I can drive my car in any part of the country can I, can and I can not
1: get shot because of the yes, color of my skin. But can I continue on that theme with you? Sure. Okay. Be ready for this. Had you been a minority, mm-hmm. it'd be easier for you to get a gig for the last two years.
0: Probably so. Yeah, that 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 is. While well, that is true, and I, and I will acknowledge and I'm, that.
1: And I'm standing here in a snowstorm, saying there's this is not evidence of global warming. I know what I'm doing here.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> the both of these concepts can be true at the same time. They can.
1: That's that's the crazy thing. That's, that, that's why that, anybody can no. choose to believe whatever they want, based on taking a piece of information out of context.
0: Right. I mean, you know, I, I'm I've been I've been subjected to ageism. In the last couple of years, I've been subjected, subjected to, you know, um, okay, let's, let's make up for decades, if not centuries of mistreatment of minorities, but through affirmative action type policies, or at least affirmative action type mentalities. That doesn't mean that I haven't benefited from being a white guy in America. Talk about hitting the DNA jackpot. We've been around the world to see people on, on, on numerous continents and the, the worst day for a white guy in America is better than the yeah. best day ever. You know who ever. really hit the DNA for most jackpot? Most of the people we the way. saw.
1: I love the phrase DNA Donald jackpot. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> oh. No. Okay. well maybe it depends <laughs> really? on the definition of jackpot
0: i've never seen a white billionaire play a victim as well as that clown show i mean you got it i mean okay i'm not going political i'm going character at this point okay yeah regardless of his politics if a guy handed billions of dollars can play the victim something's not right yeah.
1: um look anybody could play the victim uh, uh if they want to try, no. I, I was get, talking about who uh, hit the DNA lottery. Uh, a friend of ours, and it was just announced the other day on Facebook. Radio legend Pat O'Day. Do you know this story, guys?
4: Yes.
2: Joe, no. Joe, have you, nothing oh. lately.
1: Yeah, I haven't Oh, heard okay.
2: It. Well, oh.
1: so all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna share something that we shared in private, maybe a month or two ago. Someone told me that Pat was in poor health. And that, you know, it was not good. And I felt bad and I thought about reaching out to him, but I thought, I don't want to bug him. And then there was a, like a sort of a live Zoom chat and I, I can't remember what I was doing, but I wasn't there and I felt bad and I was like,
3: oh.
1: And I just, I just said a few quiet, silent prayers about it to myself. And, you know, whoever listens up there. And the other day, There was another posting about Pat O'Day. I think it was from one of his sons. It was Jerry. Okay. I read it too. And I could actually read it to you. I mean, so Joe, uh, I didn't know any of this until Jerry posted it. But Pat O'Day was really sick. I'm going to read directly from the post. Jerry O'Day. There he is. Boy, I love technology. Remember we used to have to wait a half an hour for a naked picture to download?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a nipple. I think that's a
1: nipple. I mean, you know, we've really really come a long way, baby. Through
0: Scramble Vision, because you didn't quite have the right converter. Uh,
1: Which Jerry O'Day? Oh, there's 18 Jerry O'Days. Hang on a second. Which one is? Oh, here we go. This one (laughs) has all my same friends, so that's got to be him. Oh, but wait a minute. I think it's actually on Paddo Day's page, but I'm sure he posted okay. it too. Um, no, it's Paddo Day. All right. You fill them in while I'm looking it up, Spike.
0: Well, we, we, I was in a Zoom call with some, um, some gentlemen, and this was right around the time that Charlie Brown passed away. Hmm. Maybe six weeks ago Maybe Joe Somewhere in that ballpark A month yeah, ago Yeah Charlie
2: Brown And Gary Lockwood Both right. like uh, Within a week, week Of each other
0: And, and there was And that
2: was that- when That was at the end Of the podcast I said Has anybody checked On Pat O'Day And that right. is and, when Because I Obviously did not mean That in any mean sense But that's when We got an email Saying you know It might not be A good time to mention But he's not In the great greatest Of health right now
1: Okay Well they post a lot Wow yeah. Okay, so here anyway, I don't have it right in front of me because they post a lot. um here's the bottom line. He had stage four lung cancer.
2: Wow, yeah. stage four is like that's as that's as far
0: as I don't go, believe right? there
1: is a stage five
0: yeah that's no, it, that's that's get your affairs in
1: order and now he's yeah. in remission he went back so they put him on a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, the, the post plugs his doctor. By the way, I told this to Alicia. She was like, who's his doctor? <laughs> she wants to know just in case. <laughs> Which I think is Why not? Absolutely. I would want to go to the same doctor. Um, anyway, they, uh, they put him on a bunch of stuff. And he went in for a CAT scan. And the doctor, the wide-eyed doctor looked at him and said, the cancer's gone can't find any cancer man yeah and you know what pat said and it's a vintage pat quote
0: it's not your fault <laughs> many times that diagnosis
1: happen that's what he would say if the cancer didn't <laughs> go away yeah. he would be sweet yeah. about it and he yeah. Had, yeah. by all accounts he he was you know he had, he was happy with his life I, I can't remember how old he is he's gotta he be in his 80s by now right
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. High I, 80s, I think. Yeah,
1: chain smoke and high 80s. I, I'd be good. I'd be like, wonderful rot. Anyway, so he gets told by the doctor, there's no cancer. And he goes, sounds good to me. And he's just back at it. And, <laughs> and it's gone. And that's it? Yeah. Well, wow. you
0: you live your life. You live your life. You know, And you take whatever bonus time you're on. As, as a, as a gift and make the most. And that has anybody lived a life that is making the most of your time than Pat O'Day? Oh, no. I mean, of all the people we've been blessed and lucky enough to meet over the years, no. I don't think anybody has, has lived as, I don't want to say as well. He's lived as fully. I, I kind of
1: idolize does. him a little bit because, uh, well, first off, because I know he had adversity and I'm sure he wasn't always the nicest guy on the planet because a lot of us recovering drunks, uh, can't really say we were always charming <laughs> fair enough but um but I, I you know he cared about people he cared about radio cared about his audience and um you know just lived with a passion and then he went on to real estate and did a great job and you know just a just a top shelf rock and roll guy he has a book called it's uh it's only rock and roll uh, that I still have, and I've read a couple of times. It's very good stories about the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix, et cetera, et cetera.
2: And he's gone from nothing to hugely successful and financially successful to nothing to hugely successful to nothing three or four times. Yes. I mean, he is a—he really lays it out there. He's a guy who gets a, a crazy idea and, and goes for it, and some of them worked better than others, but uh, he is obviously uh, – probably the most influential person in the Northwest when it Mm -hmm. comes to radio and music that there's ever been
0: West coast, maybe coast to coast. So the guy, the guy, the guy pioneered concert promotion.
1: Oh yeah. So cheers. There's a picture of him from July 19th. He looks good. Hey, you know, if you're standing at, Eighty something, you look good. As far as yeah, I'm concerned, you bet. Yeah, you bet. So three cheers, and I think the three of us should take up chain smoking right now. Because <laughs> and, and we method. should buy our DNA lottery tickets from the same convenience store that Pat got his at. Here, here. All here. Right. Let's skip to some of the shows, uh, some of the stories that Joe has uh, gathered for us on this particular day. Lots of interesting stuff. You have a possible job for Spike Joe.
2: I was gonna bring this up uh, as you were talking about your trials and tribulations of getting gigs. Um, this might be now. This isn't something you probably have a lot of experience at, but I think it's in your in your uh, what do they say? Your scope of uh, of your sphere of of expertise. And it's with the city of Bellevue. You'd be following
1: in. Um, um our dear friend uh, who hosted evening magazines footsteps by the way
2: yes i was gonna say megan black works in the same department and oh really uh, yeah
1: you'd work you'd be working with megan black i love megan she's wonderful and you'd uh uh, well you'd be a you know you'd be a city employee which means during a pandemic you get paid
2: yeah it's full time minimum minimum is fifty five hundred a month uh so that's fine. Na- with
1: a name like yours and media presence, you'd make uh, the maximum salary seven thousand six hundred sixty-three dollars a month. Well, you
0: sound like you're on, onto this too,
2: Bob. That's what almost you, ninety grand
1: a year, dude. Yeah, that's probably um, almost a hundred grand a year. Yeah,
2: yeah twelve months, full-time so employment. So w- what? D- it, what it is? Or Bob's got it there. You wanted to guess it. what the job is
0: for the, uh, city, of the city of Bellevue? Yeah. It's in well, actually Negan's their are- police. It's in their police department. Yeah. Oh, is it like a secret police or shooting rubber bullets at protesting no, no. teachers? Is that kind of thing? Because I won't do
1: that. Nope. No, because we know you'd only shoot at Republicans. We're not going to do that <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> This was pretty
2: yeah. low stress, and I think yeah. you'd be pretty good, good at it. It's actually, it's actually if you actually, put your yeah. mind to it. I don't know okay. if you could pass um, the
1: background check. Could he pass the background check? That I don't know. I don't ne- know. Never. Ne- 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 have, have you ever been convicted, convicted, convicted of a felony? Never been convicted of a crime. All right. Nope. Just like our president, you've been impeached but not convicted. Uh, no judgments. I've, no judgments. I've never been sued.
0: Well, he's had judgments. I've never been sued. Okay. So that's good. Um, I've never, I've right, never Joe, lost a the multi-million about the dollar lawsuit from my fake university.
1: Here's your next job, Spike.
0: Police property
2: evidence supervisor. Keeping track of all the evidence they confiscate <laughs> during the crimes. So they need... This oh, is a man. serious deal. They need somebody Seriously? to t- yeah. take the lead on the evidence closet. So, you know, when, the, okay. when they um, get that on. cartel okay. guy with the five pounds of cocaine, somebody's got to lock it up, yep. make sure well, nobody's you know. getting into
0: it. Yeah. I know what when five pounds looks unfortunately, like. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't look like five pounds anymore, <laughs> I have to tell you guys. I don't know who else had a key around here. Unfortunately,
2: yeah. It's also when they get that bloody glove and gun from, you know, the ho- yeah. horrible you know thing, you've got to take care of that, too. <laughs> But well, it's a pretty good gig. Property, yeah, evidence I know.
0: Did I'll chase that gig. I'll chase that gig down. Yeah. You bet I will.
1: evidence. Doesn't when people say,
0: when people say, "Should be the new Kraken mascot yeah. at like eighteen dollars a week," <laughs> that that's not going to fly. Did people actually suggest
1: that to you?
0: So of course, everything. Huh? You know, Joe Joe Spence. Well, you should be the Mariner Moose. You know, all these. Things, you know, hey. great. I'd love that. But
1: uh, this is a good job. The, and that's do a great they? Job. But but what does he bring to the table? Other than he knows Megan Black, uh, what does he bring to the table that would make them hire him?
0: Right, there's that, and that's fine. I'm, I'll, I'll compete with anybody. I've got a maturity, I've got a work ethic, I've got a track record of success. Um, I've got a letter from Megan Black I can get, and I know I can get one from Ed Troyer too. Ooh, so maybe maybe that would be my little leg up on the Is Ed
2: Troyer
1: one of our patrons? Or does Um, he just come in and we give him a donut once in a while and he doesn't actually pay? Ed Troyer. Sorry, Ed, if you're listening. Ed's running for
2: sheriff. He's going to be the sheriff right? Pierce County.
0: He's running for Pierce County sheriff, and it almost makes me wish I lived in Pierce County. Wow. Because I don't know of any guy that's got better
2: intelligence. A guy like him would
1: hire you. Yeah. So here's here's
2: what it is, and I don't see anything here that I think you couldn't do. Communicate directly in person or on the phone with citizens, law enforcement, court, court personnel, acting, asked, answering evidence. You know, pro, questions about the evidence, uh, going and getting the evidence and property daily to ensure that you know it's nobody's messing yep. with it. Taking it to court when it needs it. Um, uh, now this may be tough. I don't know. You don't strike me as a great record keeper. You got to maintain, you know, detailed records of all the physical evidence, and you know, you, you can't be letting any slip out the door or anything.
0: Well, that's that seems like job one of the evidence. Yeah, I'm pro- pretty supervisor. sure I, I, Spike
1: yeah. is actually. Um, I'll tell you, he's not the most honest person I know, though. To be honest, but I don't think he's a thief.
0: Thank you. I mean, I'll take the free. Yeah, I'm not a thief. That's that's good. I mean, I'll take the free meal from time to time, but I'm yeah. not, a, you know, well, am I, am I, am I a loose yeah. moral fiber? Maybe. Yeah. Well, when
2: that's and where you, the, might, and you pump, might
1: lie about someone behind their back here and there. Well, and that's all, where it, the only when the, they deserve
2: it the disposes of evidence part might come into play because yeah. that's another one of your jobs when they're
0: done with it
2: yeah. you've got to take care of uh <laughs> of uh and uh you got to attend well, some meetings and briefings um yeah. Uh, yeah, basically we'll i mean uh, uh you've got to just uh, be in compliance with things you've got to they will uh train you under under the general supervision of uh, the police captain uh, you need a working knowledge of modern law enforcement principles um, and a working knowledge of laboratory techniques. So you may need a knowledge mm. of fingerprinting. Have you been fingerprinted?
0: Uh, once when I was 19. That's so some that knowledge. Was I nearly, mean, you can yeah, say I have and knowledge. And, and, and I've, seen, I've seen enough Quentin Tarantino movies to know how the process works. Hmm.
2: I don't know it seems like it, you know those are the ones you just never know and it never hurts to at least uh, you know yeah. fill out no, an application or
1: something
0: I appreciate you thinking yeah. that's nice
1: Joe I think that's really wonderful and I I also appreciate you doing that um, okay let's move there, on if, is,
0: is there is there an educational requirement in the backgrounds of criminology that kind of thing nah
1: then, I know, didn't I've see got any... A letter from Ed Troyer, a kind word from Megan Black, <laughs> you're in.
2: Yeah, yeah, I didn't see any any education. There's no, yeah. like, four-year degree or any of
4: that. But business. you got to stop. So you have that yeah. anyway. I you
1: got to stop yeah. crossing the bridges over Lake Washington with a blow-up doll in your passengers. They Yes. <laughs>
4: That's not going to be
1: good. Yeah, I never even P's got one of those cues.
0: those smoked license plate covers that, that don't let them read your license plate. I can't believe people use those. All right.
1: Let's uh, let's look at some of these other stories. Uh, one involving a radio guy that we know. Jubal is coming back to Seattle. Jubal started at Kiss, which was across the hall from us. Right. He was Jackie and, and Bender's producer. He was Jackie and Bender's producer, and didn't yep. Casey. Work at the same time there, yeah she did some Casey news was for them a, some shifts yep. over there well, okay. overnight fill in producer and then there was all sorts of there was a lot of soap opera going on at that time, but I don't think it well, involved Jubal or Casey did it well, Jackie and
2: Bender were, you know, famously a husband and wife team that became a ex-wife team, right. you know, and then became not a team. So there was a lot of, uh, but there was a different
0: gal of-
1: there. There was like a somebody else. Let's that, that not was, go
0: down that. Yes, yeah. there was a track record, and there was some questionable. Yeah, so it was moral stuff happening. Decisions
1: made, and yeah. back then Jubal did not get hired. I don't believe, and so that's when he left and went across the street. And started a morning show, Brook and Jubal, at what was moving. Is that right? Have I got that right? Yes. Okay. Yep. And he was extremely successful. Uh, yeah, so very, much very. so that, and he had our same agent as us, Paul Anderson, and he, his show got syndicated, carried mm-hmm. around the country. And then something happened, and I'm not sure what, um, I'd almost, I, I'd interview Ju, Jubal and get some of his story, because I, I, was, I was pretty impressed with him as a young man working hard on a morning show. He had massive ratings. Yeah, and I—I
0: I, I heard rumors as to, that he went sideways. A well, let's bit. S-
1: spread some unsubstantiated rumors. What did you hear?
0: Well, uh, you know, I, I may be up for a job at the police department, so I don't want to <laughs> okay, spread it. Okay, that's and, good. And, <laughs> you passed um, the test. Well, I, I, I can't. I can't speak to the the validity of this, but I heard rumors that he kind of he relapsed a little bit, and 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 missed some station obligations oh, no. because of it. I've been and then and road. then got into a yeah. wizen match with with management over it. Mm. That's kind of what I heard well, I, I don't know how much that's true
1: I and I don't either it made me completely uh, you know false well I
0: know he he left the show and they tried to replace him with like a, a, a subordinate of that program right. It's, you know, it's Brooke and somebody... Brooke and yeah, who cares? and they're still out they're there. Now.
1: Aren't they still syndicated? Yeah, she, every,
0: they're, they're still... I don't know how syndicated they are. I don't know how, don't they know
1: how well they're like. doing, yeah. I anyway, either. I only care about Jubal because I know him and wish him the best. And yeah. so he's been hired by Clear Channel, and he's going to be back on Kiss FM as the well, host now.
0: Let's let's give the evil lords their, their due. I heart, not, not Clear Channel.
1: Did I say Clear Channel?
0: Yeah, you
2: did. That's
1: well, right. it, it's Clear Channel, I heart... <laughs> channel it's heart eye, eye clear whatever yeah um it, it, you should just call it visine uh, so <laughs> but he's back there at the, at the last place we worked and he's going to be doing mornings and I wish him well it's, uh, it's yeah. good to see well it's funny I mean, to it's it's because point
2: bender's going to be doing is doing, morning, so bender, yeah, doing mornings so now Jubal and bender they're, they're both yeah they're both in the same building but they're not on the same show and bender is with jody right that's right, right. Bender yep. and Jody. Jody
0: and and but, but what I was going to say is that that Jubal, from what I read, is doing a show with his wife.
1: Yes, yes, oh, oh, I, I saw I that. Yes, so he's Jubal Fresh, and his wife is last name Fresh too. And is that his real last name? I think I he know. had
2: that legally changed because I uh, he's. I think if you look at his driver's license, that's what it says. But that yeah. wasn't his birth name. Uh, I think that's what he. Uh, and that's what and he. And so
1: across the hall, it's Jody and Bender. Yep. Right. Have you heard them yet? I, mm, I,
2: I, no, I I haven't heard them, but I haven't listened to much, much commercial radio. Yeah. I imagine it's probably probably fine. It's probably a lot of a lot of music, you know. Yeah, they're to, still playing a lot
1: of soft, classic hits, but yeah, uh, but still, I know, I I gotta give Jody like she's sort of reminds me a little bit of Keith Richards in female form.
2: In, just in the in the in the durability and in the and durability, not look. Okay, no. All right, I was gonna say, let's clarify. wow <laughs> so, a little bit here.
1: <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah, she's, she's the one survivor, still standing. Man. She's the survivor. She,
2: yeah, she is, and that's the way she's she's always been. Jody is yeah. a talent, and she's also very good at, at uh, staying staying with her gigs. I mean, she's always done very well with that. Wow. And Jubal, on the other hand, who I don't know super well, um, but I think he's not super good at that. I mean, I think he's a, a, a guy who likes to get – he gets on a principal kind of thing, and maybe mm-hmm. like – uh, I mean, I don't know the whole story. No, but, but
1: I, let's just stop there because we don't know, but I'll say this. Let that be a lesson. Don't have principles. <laughs> well, no. well, I, I, <laughs> I think- unless you're willing to die for them or lose your job for them. I, well let mm-hmm. me put I put my job on the line for principles a couple of times. I just got yeah. lucky. I wasn't whacked.
2: Yeah. And I'm guessing with Jubal, that might have been a little bit. I don't know any about what Spike was talking about. But what I do know is he came to visit my school the day he got syndicated to San Antonio. And he was mm-hmm. so excited because that put him in three markets. And I said, Jubal, you come back here in a year and I bet you're going to be in 50 markets. And at yeah. the end, he was in over 50 markets. Wow. Uh, but the part I do know is that Spike definitely got right. I don't know the whole part, but he did take an extended leave of absence, like yeah. went to L.A. and didn't come back for months. Yeah. And at some point, you've got to come back and do your job or you just are not going to have a job. And uh, that's what happened. Well, now, Clear Channel is
1: very happy to have him. He's a hard worker. And whatever he's been through, I'll bet it's got him fired up. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what fired me up? to do a show with you guys for 25 years. Spike knows. Getting blown out of my job in Baltimore. (laughs) Yeah. Spike also knows, and I'm here to tell you, I deserved it. I asked for it. I was, you know, not entirely honest with management about things. And getting fired was the best thing that ever happened to me because I had to pick myself up and and I was like... uh, here's a dude who sells cars who uh, can sing. I'm going to bring him with me. And then when I got to Seattle, I was like, well, let's find uh, someone who works in a coffee shop and, uh, and, and be our intern, and he can be on the air. And
0: Let's find a guy who will say no to nothing.
1: Uh, Joe, Joe yeah. said no to nothing. Unfortunately, Joe has evolved. He now says no a lot. <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but I mean, you know, we, it's, life's a journey. And I do know the part that I think uh,
2: Jubal is extremely excited to work with his wife. Now that, I'm, I haven't met her, no call on her, but right. I don't think that would be so great. I mean, from from my personal perspective, but I do think that was a sticking point with his old show, is he really wanted to do a show with his wife. No kidding. And, and
1: yeah, I think he was maybe really he's wanting gonna, that. Maybe it's going to take off and this will be exactly what he needed to do. Sometimes you have to pull a tooth and you don't have a pain-free dentist around. Yeah. Pliers, door, rope. <laughs> String. Yeah. Gotta do it. Instant. Anyway, I wish him the best. And uh, yeah. it's so weird. He's he's over at Kiss working with his wife while Bender's looking through the window across the hall going, Don't do it, man. Don't. <laughs> yeah.
2: that, that room is not good for husband and wife teams. I yeah. mean, it's a...
1: I don't think it was the room that was the problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was the room. So, all right, let's move on. Um, we talked about baseball. Um...
0: And before we move off baseball, let me just say, uh, Bob, I don't know if you've watched a game yet, Joe. I know you have on television. I don't mind the cardboard cutouts.
1: I kind of dig them. It's an improvement in some ways.
0: It's it's. I mean, I was watching a game between the uh, A's and Angels, and they cut to a cutout of Tom Hanks as a teenager cuz Tom Hanks I found out through the broadcast cuz these guys do have to fill a lot more time oh, yeah. as commentators they i mean they really the, the worst part of this is listening to the commentators try to fill time but uh that Tom Hanks when he was a teenager was a hot dog vendor at the Oakland Coliseum oh. and there behind home plate is a cardboard cutout of a teenage Tom Hanks
2: as a, hot, a hot dog, dog vendor oh, yeah it that's was great. awesome I, and they've got audio of Tom, so every once in a while you'll hear, Hot dogs, get your hot dogs, and it's Tom yeah. Hanks
1: <laughs> selling hot dogs to nobody. Cool. Cute. But you'll hear it every once in a while come through the TV. will get old in a few days, but it's good now.
0: It will, but it's yeah. fun now. <laughs> well, right. we got about a week of baseball, I mean, that's all we're going to get. So. Uh, and they may have to shut it
1: down. I don't know. Well, uh, there's a new thing. Apparently the CDC is no longer reporting coronavirus cases. They shifted it to another government agency. <gasps> And I don't know if you've heard about this. There's some speculation that we can no longer trust our numbers, that they're going to be reported lower no matter what actually happens. Watch out for that.
0: I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I don't even want to start there. I pissed too many people. Oops, sorry. I, I took I you, too many people.
1: Uh, I was watching Narcos Mexico uh, season two. Oh yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. And, and they, and they're having the Mexican election. And of course these shows teach you a little bit about history. And apparently Mexico's elections have been rigged with fraud many times over the years. And they're, and I'm like, they're doing this whole how to rig the election and, and jam up the computers and report the wrong results to influence people at the polls later. And I'm like, Please turn off the show and don't let anyone in Washington see it. <laughs> because I and by the way, when I would go down to Mexico, um, I used to have this feeling that it was pretty lawless down there. You know, they would break laws on purpose. They would bribe policemen. Yeah. They would sell stuff they yeah. shouldn't sell. And I, I always had this feeling like, why do they let all this crime exist? And now I have this feeling about my own country. It's like money laundering. I watch Ozark and then I look around at all these businesses that shouldn't survive and I go, Oh, they're money laundering fronts. And I go, well, you never hear about money laundering. Like they don't take people down and make an example of them. And I go, well, maybe we're not that different than Mexico or any other country that has a lot of crooked people in it. What do you think of that?
2: I'd do do we have a, a lot of a lot of crooked people? There's no question. I yeah. think. I mean, I think there's crooked people everywhere. Um, I don't think we're. I don't think ours. You know, I don't think our police and politicians will hand you a rate card like they will in Mexico. You want to be a bribe for this? Okay, this is how much it's going to cost and everything. I don't know if it's as formalized, but we've got all kinds of crooked stuff going on. Maybe they have an it's- app
1: for it, so there's no physical evidence of a car.
2: Yeah, and talk about money laundering, <laughs> boy. You want to get into some money laundering, there's some. Uh, this this whole COVID thing, this must be a great time because you've got all kinds of businesses not making any money that would love to make some money i mean you know that you could uh you could uh i was looking today i was kind of starting to think about i wonder how you know who how many people are selling restaurants around here
1: and stuff and maybe you could it's own not
2: one. it's not going big yet but it's gonna you know it's only gonna get to be more Eat that's, it Jones.
1: Kind of, that's what i would call it if i was you
2: yeah, it's hard work though. Everybody I know that's ever bought a restaurant or bar, and I know Spike was raised in the business, uh, literally uh, with his family. But it's a, uh, it's uh, everybody I know that's bought one has turned around and after a few years or most of them and sold it. It's like that was a lot it's, of work.
0: It's a tough way to make a living.
2: Yeah. It really is. Do you cook, either of you guys? I do, yeah. Joe. Yeah, I cook from, from time to time. I, uh, I made some amazing hot dogs in the air fryer yesterday. I'll tell you that. Uh, the secret is, is you what? split them. Uh, hot dogs <laughs> in the air fryer. <laughs> and the secret is you split them with the knife just a little so they'll breathe, so they don't, like, bu- explode, sure. you know. So and, uh, some
0: gourmet stuff there. Buddy. So when I use
1: the expression or, or the when I use the descriptor cook, <laughs> Thank you. I don't mean taking a pre-cooked thing out of a package and putting it in an air fryer. Machine, I mean yeah. make a meal out of a recipe. Do you ever do that?
0: Yeah, I've
2: done that. And that's when I like take a hot dog and I wrap it in bacon and
1: I put <laughs> I it serve, in the air fryer. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's
2: getting a little fancier.
0: Yeah, uh, Spike, do you do that? I do. I cook a lot. You do? I, I do all the cooking. I've done all the cooking here for since Melissa and I got
1: together. Well, I've been lazy my whole life. And really, never cooked. Yeah. And now that Lisa and I are retired, um, I don't have any excuses. Like I don't have anything more important to do. Everything was always scrambling to keep the show on top, and you know, and um, anything that was like a chore, anything that would take long amounts of time, I viewed as interfering with my primary mission, which was not to get fired, and you know, not to collapse in the ratings, and not to let everything. I mean, when I Talked to a friend of mine. He's like, "Oh, that's very sad. You had a miserable life." And I'm like, "No, I enjoyed it, but it was stress." Anyway, now, I, I, I go. I think I'd like to try. Like the other morning, uh, made breakfast. I think I might have posted it on Facebook. And we had spinach from the garden. We had um, blueberries from the garden. We had eggs from like a neighbor around the corner that sells them with a little cigar box and you just put the money in.
0: Nice.
1: And, um, and we picked uh, one of our potato buckets. We grow potatoes in buckets and one of the potato plants died early. And I said, perfect, baby potatoes. And we opened it up and they're all like the size of quarters. And I said, those are going to be delicious for breakfast. So the next morning while Lisa was in the other room like watching her iPad... I um, cut them all up, and I just Googled how to make breakfast potatoes recipes. Okay, and I'm pulling the spices, and I'm I'm really I, okay. You got to understand, this is this is a person who, at the thought of food, and Joe, you may be more like me, would say, "Let's go to the diner," because <laughs> the thought of the thought of someone just bringing me that food is always more fun than the idea of cooking and cleaning up and all of that. And so, anyway, I found a nice recipe and I've never made them before. And I'm throwing all the different spices and grilling them up. And Lisa came in and goes, "Those are awesome." And I went, "Yeah, <laughs> it's like, nice. But was good." Yeah, but that's a, so that's pandemic life for me. I've been cooking
2: more i mean i I love to eat out, and you know they, they finally got the restaurants open, but uh, now they're tweaking all the rules around here on the restaurants and bars, right
1: new Thursday. rules. what are the new rules?
2: New rules, uh, or one new rule is you can only eat with people you live with in a restaurant. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? I'm going to the restaurant to get away from those people. I mean, that's yeah. not, you know, I'm no, not... So uh, those people
1: don't listen to this podcast either.
2: That's so nice. Oh, they, they know. They know. they they. That's when they finally decide it's worth the risk. Yeah. It's worth the risk to let me go. It's like, yeah, you go get something to eat. Sure, that's sure. great. Uh, I, will, uh, I will keep my distance from you. Uh, another rule... Um, uh, nobody drinks after ten o'clock around here anymore, in, why is in Washington that? state starting at uh they won't serve people after ten now I don't know if that means they're picking up drinks at ten or if that means that's the last time you can buy one like can you buy a bucket of beer at ten and sit there till midnight and drink it? I
1: don't know well but, I'm uh, sure you'll do your research and you'll be prepared next time,
2: yeah, well, all bars have to close only restaurants can right. uh, be open all indoor bars have to close if you're outdoors and what's the you, you point of stay this? open the point is to try to stop this virus from spreading so the point
1: stop is- and that again i'm brand new to cooking but that's not a recipe for stop
2: Right. The governor, when he put these rules out, said the most dangerous three feet in our state is the three feet between two people sitting in a table that don't live with each other, sitting in a bar, eating and drinking. Right. Right. They got to close them. Right. You're not going to. Well, do that's it, what I yeah. think. I no, think this is. St- do. It's stupid to say. Okay, you can go to a restaurant, but only with somebody you live with. First of all, are you going to put it on the you know on the servers to enforce that? Well, nobody can if enforce I'm, it. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, I'm going with my dad, I can't. I can't go out to eat with my dad because we don't live in the same
1: place. I'm, uh, I'm. I'm a superior case of failure to launch. I still with my live with my dad. Uh, sue me, right? You could. Yeah, say that. and
2: that's what. Yeah. yeah, you could. You know, it's a. Uh, Okay. so uh but there uh, i think that we're ultimately going to have to shut down everything and and all be better cooks and the good news on the cooking is man there's some amazing stuff to eat out there because there aren't as many restaurants if uh i don't know if you have costco in your area but it's stacked with wagyu beef right now every oh. everything from ground beef to the
1: best uh, filet mignons wagyu now and, there's no and, costco uh, here um there's really, you know, it, we 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 have markets and, and like we're way away from civilization by design. You have real food grown by real people right in your neighborhood. Yeah, basically. there's fa- like there's there's yeah, organic farms everywhere.
0: Yeah, and, but nobody's slaughtering a wagyu beef cow anywhere near oh you. Oh yeah. Are they?
1: Oh no, there's tons really? of oh there's tons of beef farms. Um we don't like the locally grown grass-fed it, because we're we're brought up on corn, you know. So yeah. we don't actually like the taste of real beef. We like what we were, you know, fed yeah. as a kid.
0: Homogeneous wonder beef. <laughs> wonder
1: beef. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, because well, you love the you
2: love the wagyu because that is the tenderest stuff. Uh, I mean, and I don't
1: know what they feed those cows or what bedtime well, stories they read they, them. But they, that they is they good rub, beef. Yeah,
0: they rub them. They rub the, the they rub the animals. What
1: do you mean they, they rub? They
0: massage. Them? They massage these animals.
1: Really? Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. They massage the fat. The mar, the fat you know, in the Like while they're alive.
1: These, yes. Yeah, yes. they I feed them very. These must feel like, like these must feel like um, black and white privileged cows until they get slaughtered. Well,
2: they well, treat yeah, them like prize athletes. A, yeah. They live a yeah. good life, a and now they are very. Yeah. The high fat content of like even the ground beef is dang near twenty five percent fat, but it is the it is the most flavorful you're going to find. Right. On, on that amazing. note,
1: I'm I'm going to go get some. Because that I also grill a lot, and I know you grill too, Joe. Yeah, it's a lot of well, fun. Joe you,
0: yeah. Joe, you know why this stuff's on sale in the stores everywhere, right? Because the
1: restaurants are, are, thats restaurants, right. they're not, they're not uh, in the business. The
0: got no place to send it. That's and right.
1: you guys have both been told to up your intake of red meat, right? Is that right, Spike?
0: <laughs>
2: oh, no. <laughs> oh, funny, no, my I'm, friend. Uh, I'm going to talk to the person who's going to tell me all about what I should eat tomorrow. So I'll have a full yeah. report oh. for you, in a, are you Are you
0: going to load up on Wagyu tonight so you get your last iras yeah. in? Follow well, up with Dr.
1: Wagyu tomorrow? What is he going to
2: do? Well, well, <laughs> well like, finally, they, cause they've come Kind of caught, caught up with me. I, I dodged having any medications or any, you know, serious ailments for, you know, a, a good chunk of life. But you can't just be as neglectful as I've been uh, and and stay, you know, uh, 100% healthy. So I have, as of two days ago, I'm on my first drug oh? that I take every day. What is it? Uh, uh, metformin, which is... Basically, for your blood sugar to keep it in check to make oh, sure you don't pre-diabetic, give, right? That's pre-diabetic. Exactly. That's pre-diabetic, so, yeah. so, uh, so the two things I got to do. He said there's three ways you can go. He goes, you can just exercise and and eat right and lose a ton of weight. Yeah. Or you can take this pill, or you can do both.
1: And he said, Well, you're American, you reckon, so you're going to take the pill, right?
2: Well, I, I'm doing both. <laughs> I'm trying to do both. And I was just yeah. going to eat right now. exercise. You could be a motorboat
1: or a sailboat, Joe, which
2: yeah. are you going to be. Well, my first thing was I was just going to, I'm going to, you know, just do this. And I've done it before. And he goes, well, that's great. He goes, but mostly the thing that gets people at about this time in life is heart attacks or strokes. And, and Spike is an example. He goes, so unless you know for a fact you're going to get in there and really start hammering on the... Uh, a getting healthy part. He goes. You might want to go on the medication, then work on getting healthy as well, mm-hmm. and check back in a few months, and maybe we can take you off the medication. So I've literally got my little uh, my uh, my no, no, aunt, little the pills. Uh, That's very nice uh, right here. So and one. Huh? So
1: again, and I don't and I don't make this to I, I don't say this to be uh, mean uh, in any way, um, but when you talk about science deniers, and I say we're all science deniers in a way it means like we can't change our behavior just because science tells us to so climate change global warming the way to oh. fix them is to change our behavior and go on a carbon diet right
0: well well right. that's that's you're, you're talking about science rejectors, not deniers oh i, would, I think denial is difference. what
1: rejection is but go ahead But what's the difference distinction without a difference
0: Okay, well, uh, science rejectors like, I know it's true, but I don't care. You
1: do know that I just gave you a premise. And, I know you and in improv, you're supposed to say, yes, and.
0: Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> science rejectors are, I know it's a fact, but I don't care. Science de- deniers are, I don't believe those facts. I choose to believe a different set of alternate facts.
1: Well, okay, so what is the difference? So you're saying uh, um, those of us that essentially...
0: Let's well, Let's take red meat for example
1: Sure,
0: It's bad for you
1: uh, In moderation it, it, it's it, not it, bad it, for you
0: well, well not in moderation In excess red meat is bad yeah. for you mm, A much science like denier say I know yeah. it's true I don't care right. A science denier would say well there are conflicting studies 97, 98, 99% of doctors will tell you that But I'm going to trust that one doctor who says otherwise
1: uh, That's true
0: That's a science denier I'll give you that Oh <sighs>
1: And I enjoy I'm having him. other people win arguments once in a while, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> that's and that's when retired with my wife. I look at her and I go, you know, you're right, honey. I'm a total loser. a <laughs> boy. Yeah. Whoops. What is I'm Brian? a total
0: loser? That's, what <laughs> she oh, that's her.
1: Hang on. She's calling me. Is that
0: yours or mine?
1: Hang that on. might be my wife, too. <laughs> hey, honey. Yeah. I'm still on the podcast. You're on, too. Say hi to Spike and Joe. Hi. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Yeah. uh, You can't hear them, but. No, I can't.
4: Anyway, uh, I don't know where you keep the control for the.
1: uh, Whole house fan?
4: It's. Yeah.
1: It's really loud, isn't uh, it?
4: It's really cold in the bedroom, even though I turn the. You it's, got
0: you got your work clearly ahead of you. I have
1: my work cut out warming it up in there. I'll be up. <laughs> on, I'll be up, up there, in everybody. about. We're, we're actually time old, to wrap it up. We're at an hour anyway, so I'll be right up, <laughs> sweetie pie. Bye. Bye. See. Oh man. Listen now to we. That. It's funny um, <laughs> when you are a Bickerson couple like we are, and you retire. And and really, you like Joe. You got a job. You go. Your wife's got a job. Spike, you got a, You know, you got a job looking for a job. But when you um, reach the point in life where I worked all my life so I could be with you, and then you find you still have all the same problems that you used to be able to avoid by going to work, or in Joe's case, <laughs> going to a restaurant. Um, we, you know, we're the Bickersons. We we work it all out. We have some interesting conversations. And I would say, but it's the jinx for me to say it, we're doing great. I think you're doing more than great. I mean, you guys have
2: got to be pushing. I mean, I don't know. We're pushing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, 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 the fact you're still we're, pushing and it's been this, you guys yeah. have been together for 40 plus years, right? I mean, uh, you've been so together a
1: long time. This year, um, this year will be our 39th anniversary. Wow. And we're pushing. I'm glad you didn't say push in a particular decade because that might be sensitive. How much younger than me are you guys?
2: Seven years. Um, well, we know you're 64. Beatles you, song, We yes. mentioned that. Yep, and okay. I am gonna be 56 uh, this month. So. Okay. Uh, no, you're not. So. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I am. No, you're not.
1: Uh, <laughs> you're the same well, am age I gonna be 57? Way, Spike is gaslighting you. Uh, do you know? Is he gonna be older? <laughs>
2: Hold well on, say, maybe we, you're we're right. We're the Same age, buddy. Well, I was born in sixty three, and it's going to be twenty. So, am me I going to be fifty seven? Yes, you are. Yes, sir. you are. I've been thinking I was fifty five. <laughs> you for went like to a school now <laughs>
1: in the south, so you're we give you a such a woman.
2: Because a <laughs> I was trying to, I was yeah. getting ready to argue that I was a senior citizen yeah. at fifty five, and I'm, I'm nah. fifty six. So you I'm can gonna get gonna a discount 57.
3: at uh,
1: Taco Time when you're fifty something you know, to wow. as a senior. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a, January. you guys are so young to me, by the way. I don't know if you realize that, but, you know, to be in your upper mid fifties, you know, life, uh, life changes quite a bit in the next decade. And, you know, Lisa and I, um, I was a freshman, she was a senior back in high school days without giving up her age. And, uh, you know, we got to gotta take it slow. We gotta, and, and the biggest thing I do in fights now I don't want to pass this on to every married couple out there. If you start fighting about anything, look at the person you love, and say, "You know, I don't want to fight with you because life is so precious, and we're, you know, we're in our sunset years, and I want every, i want to enjoy every moment I have with you." It's really hard for them to keep up the the. The taunting.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's good stuff. I, that's yeah. a lot yeah. better. Now than Now don't what tell her I, I
1: told you that because then she'll be really upset and she'll think I'm just you know faking it. But I'm You're not peddling that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, all right. We're. I'm sorry we didn't get to everything. Uh, Joe, is there any any burning thing we want to talk about?
2: uh let's see. We we've got a. Uh, the uh, uh, Seahawks made a huge deal. We don't have to talk about it for long, but we are used to, you know, like getting deals, like having great players kind of fall into our laps. Mm. And we did exactly the opposite thing. We got the best guy you could probably possibly get uh, as a safety 24 year old all pro But we gave away our first round draft pick next year. Our first round draft pick the year after that. Wow! Uh, Fourth round uh, draft pick. Uh, I mean, we we they paid. So we
1: gave. We paid. We paid for a guy. You think they sold the feud? They. Kick the can down the road for the future, or and they, you know, to win well, now. Well, they
2: made a statement saying this is kind of the year, yeah, because they've yeah. traded the last two first rounders. So you're basically by doing that, you're next two,
1: you're saying. So Russell we're Wilson planning- is going to get that senior discount next year. Is that what you're saying?
2: Well, we're, we're what we're saying is we probably have the best guy on the offensive side and defensive side of the ball now, and we're going to be really good. Uh, and, but if if for some reason something happens to this guy, and this mm. is a a global pandemic we're living through here i mean putting that much into one you know just uh that much of your future into one human now at anything is is uh i think takes on an even bigger risk but i'm really excited because it does say and, and talk about that special time of year pete carroll's older than you uh mm. and he's the oldest coach in the league and yes our, our Tigers, his last year yeah our time uh, is kind of now, yeah. so
1: oh, uh, that's exciting. That. Right. Um, other things we should virus. mention. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm a crackhead now.
1: We should mention The Kraken, that. yeah. Uh, let's not yep. talk about the Kraken this week, because I want to give them more okay. time. I want to okay. know more okay. about it. Yeah. Fair enough. All right.
0: We should mention
2: quickly, the guy who has done uh, this job more than anybody on the planet uh, passed away, Regis Philman, uh, yeah. 88. He, he's he's done more talk show style broadcasting than any guy hours on tv
1: one of the biggest yeah yeah Yeah, he was he is he was the
2: he was the king of sitting around and talking with his friends
1: and 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 uh, the show he basically pioneered is still on the air with new hosts
2: yeah, with many Ryan many Seacrest, hosts. who will probably take his job or take his title as the guy on TV more than anybody because he's nah. got a heck of a head start many years ahead of him.
1: Cheers to Regis. I I love that dude. I always uh, liked his demeanor uh, and, and wit and you know, the fact that he could work with anybody. It was something I envy. I, I needed special people around me.
2: Yeah, he's
1: a. a. I I thought that might be a joke, but apparently it wasn't. (laughs) Oh, I'm not going to disagree. All right. So uh, anyway, all right. That's it for today. We'll find some great classic Bob, Spike, and Joe, and play a twisted tune. Rock on. See you in two days.
2: Bob, Spike, and Joe.
1: Lara Madden is a 25-year-old adult movie actress who uses the stage name Savette Wimberly, starring in films like. Don't say it. I'm not gonna. You
5: can't.
0: No, you can't up. even say the title. No. no. I've, well, I've oh been come been, on. I've been looking yeah. up the names of her of her work, and it's. It
5: should be an one. One you can um, say.
1: While Madden's professional alias is catchy and distinctive, the name is also identical to that of former Texas high school pal, Savette Wimberly, Kristen Savette Wimberly. 25 years old, has filed a lawsuit against Madden and Vivid Entertainment for the misappropriation of her name. In a June 26th complaint, Wimberly notes that she and Madden became friends when they met in ninth grade. That friendship ended due to conflict. The complaint adds that Madden, who is pictured at right... Oh.
3: Hot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, can you share that, please? Hot, hot, hot.
1: Um... Well, there are black bars. <laughs> you
0: got the smoking gun story? Is that it's the smoking the gun picture yeah. I'm looking at? Okay.
1: Uh, she lost contact with her former friend until recently when Wimberly discovered that there was a woman appearing in multiple explicit pornographic videos using her name. Wimberly soon learned that the actress was her former high school friend, Lara Madden. Wimberly alleges that she deliberately chose to use her name, knowing it would cause her extreme embarrassment and unsubstantiated, unsubstantiated association with the industry and other consequences. She claims every day people come up to her and go, hey, so you're in the porn business now. Joe says, no case. I don't think so. I mean... Can't you?
2: Uh, if I were to go into that business and I were to call myself Bob Rivers or Mike Jones, I'd come after you, or Pedro <laughs> Bartes. Can
0: I film that? Because that's a whole other series of tapes.
2: Well, you could come after me, but can't I use any assumed name I want unless it's trademark?
1: Maybe I couldn't call myself Leonardo DiCaprio or something like that because oh, I, I see I'm nothing. Well, Leonardo so you know, DiCaprio has got a team of attorneys. Your Bob Rivers
2: line up, uh, uh, you know. I just searched Bob Rivers on IMDb. Line up behind Bob Rivers, the makeup artist, or Bob Rivers. I mean, all these other guys who are there a bunch of Bob Rivers. There's out there? yeah. a few, In the and there's thousands. a few Bobby Rivers as well. I mean, like MTV VJ, the black guy. Yeah. The fact, though, that By she you has... call
0: yourself Leonardo DiCaprio, we can call the movie Titanic. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The fact that she has... Her
0: heart's not the only thing that will go on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah? What the fact that she has such a unique
2: name uh, certainly makes it hard on her, uh-huh. but I don't think she has much of a case. Here's what's
1: going on. Her attorney, the one who is suing, uh, has not returned our call. The attorney for the porn star said he would be on with us now, but uh, Mike's having trouble yeah, reaching. Getting
0: some voicemail, yeah.
1: Just getting voicemail? I'm on hold with his office now. Sweet. Okay, so we might have him on in a second. Uh, We also asked if uh, Sean Alexander is listening, our attorney friend, for him to give his opinion. And Mike did not reach him, so he may be on the road. Does someone have a right to use your name as an assumed name in that industry? And we'll add into this, is there anybody out there who knows that there is a porn star using their name? I'll bet there is. Is there a way to look the? Is there a way to look our name <laughs> check in the adult me. industry? <laughs>
0: really? That's not
1: that. an IMDb.
0: They don't No, they don't use adult film. That's, they don't.
1: Did right. you look up Lisa Rivers, by the way, in IMDb? On well,
0: IMDb? I did not yet. Let me do that. You didn't bother? I was too busy looking at pictures of Svetlana Bendover. Okay.
1: On those. He, and here's her attorney, Kent Schaefer, in Houston, Texas. Kent, hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to the Bob Rivers Show. Well, uh, well thank you very much. This story, of course, is making the rounds. It's kind of an interesting kicker story. Um, and all of us, you know, had friends in high school who maybe we didn't get along with. This seems like a unique way to get back at someone. Is that well, what it is?
3: No, that's not it at all. I mean, that's they put that in their petition. But the truth is, these girls were never really good friends. They had known each other very briefly about five years earlier. They didn't really have any kind of relationship. It's just that when... Uh, My client was in L.A., and she was starting to work in this business. They told her, you have to come up with a name because you can't use your own name, or you shouldn't use your own name.
0: The word Madden and porn don't go well together. You oh, can blame John Madden
1: for that.
3: <laughs> yeah. And there it is. Boom, right there. Yeah, Savet is a good porn name. I mean, you know, it's
1: kind of catchy. Savet is a pretty good name. Let's well, say Syvette. catchy
0: in porn again. Yeah,
1: yeah, Savet Wimberly, though. I mean, uh, it's so it, it's clearly that name came from her past in high school.
3: It did. I mean, you know, she thought that she just the name popped in her head. She thought that would be a cool name. I mean, it's much more. I guess I don't know. Maybe a sexier name than Lisa Smith or something, you know.
1: So, uh, how does she feel knowing that her friend is upset? Former, well, her whatever former high school chum yeah. is upset.
3: Well, but you know that bothers her. She didn't mean to do this girl any harm. We've already talked to the lawyers representing the real Savet, you know, and told her we want to make it clear it's not something personal. She wouldn't try to get back at her. She didn't think the girl would ever know. I mean realistically, outside of, you know, a few people in the porn business, she probably can't name that many performers. Oh,
4: yeah. How did she
5: find uh, out?
3: You, you she, she claims everybody knows, everybody knows. that knows. <laughs> Well, I mean, but, you know, most of the people that are watching these movies, they're not really interested in what the names are. They're interested in, in what they see visual. Yeah,
1: i go along with that. Okay, Joe. <laughs> but in your
2: client's defense, she has established a name for herself in the business. How many movies
0: has she made?
3: Roughly, uh, I think either 11 or 12.
0: 13, actually, but I'm not going to be specific. So she's
3: well, insane. you know, let me tell you, So we, we looked at, uh, you know, on the internet <laughs> at all the, the films that purportedly have her in it, and some of these movies she's not in. There's somebody else who's now been using the name Sybette. Ah. She's credited with, I think, two movies that are not actually of her.
1: So, in the porn business, you can use any name you want pretty much.
3: Yeah. I mean, you, you could be, you know, Roger Clemens, if you want. You can use any kind of name as well. Yeah, fastball. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they would they, bring they would, in the do.
3: heat. You know?
1: <laughs> so the rocket man. Let's talk about the legal argument here, because obviously they have an attorney who's going to say you have no right to use it. You are an attorney who say you have every right to use it. If you can, just for a moment, try to be the moderator lawyer here for a second. And tell us what what. What both sides' arguments will consist of, I know you're going to say you're going to win, but but what is each side going to argue?
3: Well, basically, they're going to say that by uh, Laura using the name Savette Wembley, that she intended to inflict emotional distress on Savette Wemberley, on the real Savette Wembley.
1: The right. They're going to use the whole high school fight thing as a right. as why it the,
3: happened. The, the problem is, is that she, they would have to have some evidence that she was intentionally trying to do something to upset this girl. Now. You know, what what evidence there could be of that would be something like if she called up and said, hey, I'm making porn movies, and I'm using your name. You know, see, Uh, that would be evidence of intent.
1: (laughs) And your argument?
3: That never happened.
1: Your argument is she's using the name, and it's out there, and you can use it.
3: Yeah, if anything, it would be negligent infliction of emotional distress. But under Texas law, there is no such thing.
2: What damages are they seeking from you?
3: Well, see, they're a little unclear on that. They say, well, we don't want you to use the name anymore. Well, I talked to the real cement's lawyers yesterday. I told them, look, she's been out of this business about a year and a half now. She's not using the name. And he said, well, then there's monetary damages. I said, fine, you could sue us for $50 million, but you're never going to get a penny because this girl has no money. And even if under Texas law you had some recognizable claim, you're not going to get there with it. I mean, the the girl's got no money. But I don't think we'll even get to that point.
5: I have to ask, what, what is your client up to now? If she's not doing porn.
3: She was, she was working at an oil company as a secretary until they found out about all this through the publicity that came out. And now she's on leave.
0: But she's good with oil. I've seen her work. You've got to be a million for porn. you got to <laughs> laugh at that. There's, <laughs> there's a claim in the lawsuit. The, the lawsuit itself, the papers themselves, are on your uh, your smoking gun website here. And they say that your client... Used gross negligence in uh, with a disregard to the risk that could be caused to the real s- civet. You know, right, she, she didn't. Let me finish. Let me finish. There, she didn't uh, intend to harm her, but she should have been taking some some precautions to make sure that these actions wouldn't cause this woman harm.
3: Well, but they're not going to be able to show this woman has been harmed in any sort of financial way, which is one of the elements that they would have to prove.
1: Uh, on the other hand, if you just told me that your client has been harmed in a financial way and she ain't even the real one because of this name being associated with that, you know, maybe the other gal lost a job too. It's a, it seems like both have been harmed in a sense.
3: Well, they have, and, and I'll tell you this. I, I think that it was pretty clear from my conversation with her lawyer that had they known it was going to get this much of attention, they wouldn't have filed a lawsuit.
2: Now, we know what your client looks like. She's she's out there. Uh, do, do we yeah, know what the real Savette Wimberly looks like, and could there be any mistaking the two as I, being the same person?
3: No, there, there, there's no similarity in their appearances at all.
1: What if she was eating a sandwich and had some... <laughs> <laughs> all right, stop. Uh, and, and we have our attorney friend, Sean Alexander, is on the other line. Sean, uh, you've been listening to this. We have the attorney for the uh, for the adult film actress, uh, and, and Sean, would you argue whose side would you argue, or, w- or would you argue either side? You're a lawyer, what the heck, right?
5: Well, I'm actually an advocate for free speech, um, but in this case, you're—I have to look at it under Washington law because that's what I know, and I, I would argue for the ability to use any name. However, if it, it causes unreasonable confusion with an existing name or undue embarrassment, that's Where we would have to draw the line, Um, and then there's also the question: Is is her name public record? Is the name that's being used and published is that a matter of public record? Suveet
1: Wimberly, and she's not that famous. She's
5: not that famous.
1: Whereas your name is Sean Alexander,
5: which has caused me pluses and minuses.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hear you, it's, as soon as they see you, it's a minus. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you same. call
5: the
0: restaurant, it's a plus. When you show up for the table, it's yeah, a minus. That's
5: that's quite correct. Um, what I what I've seen, and I had a similar case, is that it that the other side, and I actually represented the newspaper that did a little publishing, um, and there was unreasonable confusion that caused embarrassment to the person with whose original name was used, mm. and. It, we proved that it was that that name was public record, and that it was on her driver's license. It was, you know, she gave it to her landlord. That that name was a normal and ordinary name. Some of the facts that we associated with that name not so complimentary, but those two were also public record, and that was the basis of our case. We didn't do it intentionally.
1: Bottom line: this makes a nice news kicker story, but these are both two women, and neither of them are doing, you know, all that well. And maybe the, both of them would be best to walk away from this whole thing.
3: Well, you've heard my advice. And There's a real possibility that could happen, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in, it, in many ways, the futility of suing Laura Madden over the use of his name.
1: If Laura was putting out 50 more movies, it might not be so Well, Vivid's, no.
0: Vivid's got a pretty deep
1: pocket. Oh, that's right, Vivid. Yeah. They really do. Do you represent Vivid, or do you represent Laura?
3: I, I represent Laura. There's a lawyer out in New York so far that's contacted me about uh, representation of... Uh, Vivid, But, you know, he pointed out, it's true, there's only one film that Vivid actually produced. Yeah. There's, you know, seven or eight different films.
1: Still, producers. they should get her a nice little one sports car or something, something. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: It, it,
5: and a lot of times, these are the best things to just let them go.
2: Now, what if you were using the name of somebody, I'll give this to either of the lawyers or both, that, that somebody that was in the movie business, like if she was calling herself Catherine Hepburn or... Kip Catherine Hepburn. Hepburn. Yeah, yeah, or Catherine <laughs> Rugburn. Well, you know, or... or, or <laughs> I can't quit you, you dirty old uh, man. Or I was, you know, I went One on Golden Shower. Named Jack Nicholson. That would be a problem, right? Uh,
3: if but there was, was a reasonable a ability to make a name, like Cher...
0: Cher, um, S-H-A-R-E. <laughs> <S-H-A-R-A>.
3: <laughs> Elvis, you know, I mean, there have been lawsuits that Elvis Presley's estate will file if somebody names their club, you know, Elvis's Playland or whatever it is. Uh, that these are copyrighted names or or trademark names
1: that makes a difference thank you both Uh, interesting story in the news I think they should all just walk away I know that's less entertaining for us make a great people's court episode
4: I'd like to do a song of great social and political import and it goes like this oh lord won't you buy me a honda accord mercedes insurance i cannot afford if i drove a porsche i'd still be ignored oh lord won't you buy me a honda accord oh lord won't you buy me some silicone implants the breasts that you gave me don't shake when i dance them doctors make mountains of hills made for ants oh lord won't you buy me some silicone implants oh lord won't you find me a good-looking male, my boyfriend is lazy and big as a whale, spends all of my money when he's not in jail. Oh lord Won't you find me a good-looking male? Everybody, oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Honda Accord? Mercedes insurance I cannot afford. My car's held together with a big bungee cord. So, Lord, won't you buy me a Honda Accord? That's it. (laughs) Ha, <laughs>